Hi, this is Mercedes, and welcome to another episode of Thinking Out Loud. I want to let everyone know that I have centralized like the government and moved everything over to Substack. And today's episode is actually a voiceover of an article that is currently up on my Substack. So if you don't have time to sit down and read it, you can listen to it here. You can also listen to it inside the Substack app, and then you can go back to the article to see images, references, and any sources that I cite. All right, let's go ahead and let's get into it. So let's talk about the Balenciaga saga, what's true, what's not, and what's gross. So everything you need to know about Balenciaga. I've been open about my love-hate relationship with my Twitter feed. One minute I'm laughing at a cat video, the next I'm reading the tweet exposing a billion-dollar fashion house for child exploitation and sexualization. It's impressive the firestorm that can ignite because of one tweet from a large and mainly satirical Twitter account. How it started. The tweet in question that set off the entire saga came from the account Shoe on Head. If you don't know Shoe, I would describe her as a red-pilled socialist, social media shitposter, and honestly, a, an account worth following. In her tweet, she shared four images from Balenciaga's website. Two from the gift shop campaign featuring young children, who I would estimate to be three to four years old, holding teddy bear handbags with BDSM-styled outfits, although some argue that they're goth outfits, but okay. The children are surrounded by items you can purchase at Balenciaga's gift shop, such as wine glasses, flasks, jewelry, and dog collars, to name a few. The other images are of an Adidas hourglass handbag on top of strewn papers. If you zoom into the document under the bag, you can make out a page from the 2008 Supreme Court ruling United States versus Williams. The ruling upheld the Protect Act, a 2003 federal law that criminalizes advertising, promoting, presenting, or distributing child pornography. Its acronym is Prosecutorial Remedies and Other Tools to End the Exploitation of Children Today. The same case was cited in Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition, which expanded the definition of child pornography to include any image that, quote, appears to be of a minor engaging in sexually explicit conduct. This includes computer-generated or altered depictions of minors. The tweet went viral and led others to put a magnifying glass on other campaign images, not only on Balenciaga's website, but also on their Instagram and the gift shop campaign photographer, Gabriele Gamlinberti's Instagram. Balenciaga's initial response. An hour after the tweet was posted, Balenciaga wiped their Instagram and Gallimberti removed all images of the gift shop campaign from his Instagram account. By the following day, the gift shop image had been changed, which was an interesting choice considering the image still featured a young child. Although the teddy bear handbag was off to the side this time, the image had even more items hidden in plain sight, which I will touch on later. Eventually, Balenciaga removed all children's images, including the hourglass purse image, and released its first statement. In the statement, Balenciaga acknowledges that the bears should never have been posed with the children and that they plan on taking legal action. At the time, it was unclear what legal action they would take or against whom. Gallimbretti also released a statement clarifying that he was only hired to light and shoot, but had no control over what was in the images. Where are the parents? Of course, during this debacle, many are asking where the parents are. There's little known about the parents except for an anonymous comment from the parent of one of the children. 
A British man who identified as the father of one of the children told the Daily Mail he was present at the shoot, which was, quote, an enjoyable day out, end quote, and insisted the bizarre pictures had been taken, quote, totally out of context, end quote. No parent would actively encourage their child to take part in something which was pornographic. And I think the publicity surrounding what happened has been blown out of proportion, he said. He also says, quote, I feel desperately sorry for Gabriel. This had nothing directly to do with him, and he was merely taking the photographs as requested by Balenciaga. The parents of the children were at the shoot, and they approved of what took place. Gabrielle is an accomplished photographer, and no way he deserves the abuse he has been getting. The parents knew what they were doing, and the children had a fantastic time on the shoot. He's innocent and has been drawn into all of this unfairly. It was a really enjoyable day, but it has now all been ruined because people have taken it all out of context and created an international media storm. If I felt at any time that it was inappropriate, I would have stepped in, and I'm sure the other parents would have done the same, but no one did. Another source revealed to Daily Mail the parents of the children had been active participants in the day-long shoot in Paris earlier this month. Round two. Of course, everyone is watching closely and digging into Balenciaga's images. They replaced the gift shop images with more images from the spring 2023 collection. And this is when eagle eyes spot more interesting props. First, a book is hidden within a pile of books in the background. The book was initially believed to be Michael Broman's Fire from the Sun, but it is in fact his book As Sweet As It Gets. Amazon's book description says As Sweet As It Gets, published in 2014, presents over 100 works created by the artist over a 14-year period in all media. This publication includes many works not previously reproduced in books or catalogs, offering the most complete overview of Broman's overture to date. The example images in As Sweet As It Gets are not nearly as disturbing as those in Fire From The Sun. Believing that the book was Fire From The Sun, many were justifiably upset because the images in that book. A description posted on Amazon says that Broman's artwork in Fire From The Sun features children who are, quote, presenting along or in groups against a studio-like backdrop that negates time and space while underlining the theatrical atmosphere an artifice that exists throughout Broman's recent work. Reminiscent of cherubs in Renaissance paintings, the toddlers appear as allegories of the human condition. Their archetypal innocence contrasts with their suggested deviousness, the Brooks description says. What are these images that contrast their innocence with suggested deviousness? They're paintings of young nude children, some dismembered, playing with their own dismembered limbs. A review of the 2018 exhibition on the website Elephant.art said, quote, The most evident terms, Fire from the Sun, portrays children aged two or three in various stages of play with fire and what appears to be human limbs, even hair. The children are all light-skinned, Sistine-style cherubs, sometimes covered in blood. The children do not appear distressed or disturbed, though some viewers at the gallery might be, end quote. Other works of Broman include images that depict Satanism, bondage, and cannibalism. Some of the images are similar to Balenciaga's own designs worn by Kim Kardashian. In another image of the 2023 collection, there's a framed document in the background with the name John Philip Fisher. 
Many have tied this to a Michigan man by the name of John Philip Fisher, who was convicted of molesting his granddaughter between the ages of four and 16. A tale of two campaigns. The initial thought was that the first four images that started the entire saga were from the same campaign and shot by the same photographers. That is not the case. And it's essential to point out, not only for transparency, but also because it matters when we evaluate the actions of Balenciaga, the gift shop campaign. The gift shop images featuring children with teddy bear handbags and gift shop items was photographed Gabriela Gallimberti. Gallimberti is a National Geographic photographer and has done projects titled The Americans and Toy Stories, both of which feature individuals and children staged with their belongings. Balenciaga collaborated with Gallimberti for the gift shop campaign to photograph images inspired by his Toy Stories project, which featured children posing with their arranged toys. In Gallimberti's statement, he says, quote, As a photographer, I was only and solely requested to light the given scene and take the shots according to my signature style. As usual, the direction of the campaign and the shooting is not in the hands of the photographer, end quote. He emphasized that he had nothing to do with the spring 2023 campaign that featured the SCOTUS documents. Spring 2023 campaign. Balenciaga confirmed to the DailyMail.com that Chris Maggio shot the spring 2023 campaign and that they were not taking legal action against Gallimberti, nor would they be taking any legal action against Maggio. Instead, the company will target the creative teams behind both shoots, none of whom are full-time employees. The spring 2023 campaign was produced by North Six and set designer Nicholas de Jardins. North Six has produced many of Valenciaga's campaigns and has previously worked with photographer Chris Maggio. Chris Maggio has yet to comment or release a statement. Balenciaga files suit and releases a second statement. The Friday following Balenciaga's initial statement, they filed a lawsuit in the Manhattan Supreme Court against production company North Six and the set designer Nicholas Desjardins for $25 million. The lawsuit states the following as the reason for the suit. Quote, Upon information and belief, defendants without Balenciaga's knowledge or authorization included certain documents in the campaign's photographs, including an excerpt from a court decision upholding a criminal prohibition against child pornography. Balenciaga believes that the defendant's inexplicable acts and omissions were malevolent or, at the very least, extraordinarily reckless. As a result of the defendant's misconduct, members of the public, including the news media, have falsely and horrifically associated Balenciaga with the repulsive and deeply disturbing subject of the court's decision. Defendants are liable to Balenciaga for all the harm resulted from this false association. The New York Times reports that the attorney for the set designer, Nicholas Desjardins, said that the legal documents in the spring 2023 campaign came from, quote, numerous boxes end quote, rented from a prop house. In her statement, Mr. Desjardins' lawyer said, quote, there certainly was no malevolent scheme going on, end quote. Balenciaga's representatives were on set during the shoot, quote, overseeing it and handling papers and other props. And Desjardins, as a set designer, was not responsible for image selection from the shoot, end quote. Ultimately, image selection would have fallen to the brand. 
Balenciaga's final statement. We would like to address the controversy surrounding our recent ad campaigns. We strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. The two separate ad campaigns in question reflect a series of grievous errors for which Balenciaga takes responsibility. The first campaign, the gift collection campaign, featured children with plush bear bags dressed in what some have labeled BDSM-inspired outfits. Our plush bear bags and the gift collection should not have been featured with children. This was the wrong choice by Balenciaga. Combined with our failure in assessing and validating images, the responsibility for this lies with Balenciaga alone. The second separate campaign for spring 2023, which was meant to replicate a business office environment, included a photo with a page in the background from a Supreme Court ruling, United States versus Williams, 2008, which confirms as illegal and not protected by freedom of speech the promotion of child pornography. All the items included in this shooting were provided by third parties that were confirmed in writing that these props were fake office documents. They turned out to be real legal papers, most likely coming from the filming of a television drama. The inclusion of these unapproved documents was the result of reckless negligence from which Balenciaga has filed a complaint. We take full accountability for our lack of oversight and control of the documents in the background and could have done things differently. While internal and external investigations are ongoing, we're taking the following actions. We're closely revising our organization and collective ways of working. We are reinforcing the structures around our creative process and validation steps. We want to ensure that new controls mark a pivot and will prevent this from happening again. We are laying the groundwork with organizations who specialize in child protection and aim at ending child abuse and exploitation. We want to learn from our mistakes and identify ways we can contribute. Balenciaga reiterates its sincere apologies for the offense we have caused and extends its apologies to the talents and partners. As Balenciaga stated, no lawsuit has been filed concerning the gift shop campaign, nor does there appear to be any intent to do so. According to their latest statement, I assume it's because the gift shop campaign was produced in-house. You can't exactly sue yourself. Where is Kim K? Eight days after the initial tweet went viral, six days following Balenciaga's initial statement, and three days after Balenciaga filed suit, Kim Kardashian, one of Balenciaga's most recognized ambassadors, released the following placeholder statement. I have been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I want the opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard, and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. As for my future with Balenciaga, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off of their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with, and the actions I am expecting to see them take to protect children. So why do I call this a placeholder statement? Because it's just enough to acknowledge the firestorm, but it's also an attempt to buy time to determine if the scandal will blow over, so she doesn't have to forfeit the very lucrative brand deal with Balenciaga. 
Yep, Kim K, a mother of four children, is hoping this whole thing will blow over so she can keep her money at the expense of the innocence of other children. Note that other prominent ambassadors, such as Justin Bieber, Nicole Kidman, and Bella Hadid, have yet to comment or release statements. Symbolism was hidden in plain sight. Many professional fashion photographers have commented on the rigorous process a campaign must go through before it's published. And that excruciating detail goes into every single item in an image and the placement of every item, not to mention that the concept has to be approved before it's even shot. In a situation such as this, we are hyper-focused on every item, and it's fair to ask why it's there. There has been much speculation on the images of both campaigns and the common themes that tie the two together. In the spring 2023 campaign, we see the U.S. Supreme Court case, United States versus Williams. The case challenged the definition of child pornography. Michael Borman's book, whose artwork depicts nude, mutilated children playing with their own dismembered limbs, and a diploma that possibly has the name of a convicted child molester. But let's also look closely at the gift shop campaign images. I will point out a few things that have stood out to people that you likely wouldn't think twice about, but within the context of this entire saga, seem to say more. On the bookshelf to the boy's right is a drawing of what appears to be a little demon. On the bottom left-hand corner of the mat is the Balenciaga caution tape with Balenciaga spelt with two A's, meaning Balenciaga starts B-A-A-L. Nowhere else is Balenciaga misspelled. Baal has a different meaning depending on the context of religion. The Hebrew Bible includes the use of the term about various Levantine deities, often with the application to Hadad, who was decried as a false god. That use was taken over into Christianity and Islam, sometimes under the form of Beelzebub in demonology. Beelzebub, or Beelzebul, was identified by the writers of the New Testament as Satan, the prince of the demons. Some believe Baal is another name for Moloch, who demanded child sacrifice. It's just creepy AF, okay? I'll be honest. This one could be a stretch, and a heart pillow is pretty common. The stitching creates a bowl, and it's hard to see fully the stitching because of the angle. However, some have mentioned it, and it was close enough that I thought it was worth pointing out. The black heart pillow or dog bed in the bottom left-hand corner has stitching that's very similar to a symbol used to signify girl lover. Another thing to consider is that the source of the below featuring the symbolism does not have a source. But when you look at all of these themes as a whole, is it really that much of a stretch? Should we not be questioning everything? Who's working at Balenciaga? The idea that both of these campaigns made it to print and distribution with unintended consequences is laughable. There are simply too many people on set who approve the concepts and final product before publication. It's hard to believe that it was not intentional. And if it wasn't intentional, then it was gross negligence. There has also been much speculation about who was on set, what is Balenciaga's process, and who was ultimately responsible for the campaign. I'm not going to add to the speculation, and considering that there has been a suit filed, that information will eventually come to light. Who is Balenciaga's creative director? Demna. I am, however, going to bring one individual front and center, because in every fashion house, there is one top dog for branding, campaigns, and aesthetics, and that is the creative director. 
Demna is the creative director of Balenciaga and has been in that position since October 2015. If anyone had a say in these two Balenciaga campaigns, Demna would be the suspect number one. It also would not be a stretch that he was responsible for the bizarre, what I would describe as swag bags, that featured baby dolls and accessories covered in blood. This can be seen in this video. And if you pay attention, the man standing next to the person describing the bag's contents is also featured in an image on Demna's Instagram page. Demna is one of three Russian creatives who have made a name for themselves in the fashion industry. Gosha, Demna, and stylist Lara have worked together through the years, including with Balenciaga and Adidas. In 2014, Demna founded the fashion brand Vetements. In a Vice article titled Vetements Nation, featuring the global, diverse, and influential sphere of Vetements, Demna is quoted as saying, quote, Someone wrote that Lada, Gosh, and I grew up on child pornography and radiation from Chernobyl, which is why we're so effed up. Demna laughs, a quote that is on a Demna fan Instagram account. So let's take a quick look at some of Demna's closest affiliations. Who is Lada Volkova? First, Lada has worked closely with Demna on styling at Balenciaga when he joined in 2015 but was also in charge of, quote, casting the styling and also consulting Demna with the collection, end quote. Volca told 032C Magazine in 2016. Lada received a lot of attention after a Twitter thread pointed out some disturbing images on her Instagram page. Lada has put her Instagram page to private since this thread went viral. But let's take a moment and talk about her Instagram page and what she herself has said about her Instagram feed. Lada's posts are disturbing. And when you look closer, there are some common themes that make it even more disturbing, such as images of violence, disturbing images of children, bondage, teddy bears, and satanic imagery, including an image with hashtag Moloch, which is a pagan god, who children were sacrificed to. In 2016, Hypebeast did a profile on Lada and described her Instagram as equal parts mood board and resource. Volkova has used the social networking app to cast shows for both Demna and Gosha in the past. Lada said, quote, I'm really into Instagram, for example. I really like it when people write to me and that they like my work and that they find it new and different because it's taking the side of different cultures and am mixing subcultural codes rather than just being glossy and glam, end quote. In the viral tweet thread, an image of a woman dressed all in red holding red dolls was identified as Lada Volkova. However, later in the thread, it was clarified that this was not Lada Volkova, but a model who appeared on the catwalk of Mercedes-Benz China Fashion Week on March 31, 2016, according to Getty Images. The model displayed fashion by Shang Hung, a Beijing-based haute couture designer who posted a similar photo on his Instagram account on April 2, 2016. But it just goes to show how prevalent and common satanic imagery is in the fashion world. A spokesperson for Lada told Newsweek, quote, she condemns the abuse of children in any form. Lada Volkova has not worked with Balenciaga or its team since 2018, and she is in no way participated in the brand's recent Instagram or advertising campaigns. Who is Gosha Rubchinsky? Gosha is the final member of the Russian-born fashion trio. 
His active collaboration is a sneaker line called GR Uniforma with Adidas, which launched on October 30th of this year. Gosha replied with a wink emoji to a 2015 Instagram post of Lada's featuring a bound teddy bear. In December 2018, GQ reported that Gosha had pressured a 16-year-old boy to send him explicit photos of himself. The young boy posted conversations he had with Gosha over Instagram and WhatsApp Messenger app that appeared to show the designer prodding for new photos. In conversations, Gosha asked the boy, quote, send me some now, something from the bathroom, end quote. When the boy resists and says he cannot because his mother is in the room, Gosha responds, quote, you can go to the bathroom and do it quickly, please, the message reads. I don't believe your mom comes to the bathroom together with you. A representative for Gosha defended the practice, stating that this is how many castings are now done via Instagram. Requisition photos of the face and body, sometimes topless, and, quote, sometimes photos in underwear are required in order to understand the volume of the hips, end quote. Gosha has denied any wrongdoing. Conclusion. Some say that if you look hard enough and you can find meeting in anything, and that if what you interpret is child sexualization or exploitation, you're too sensitive and the problem is you. You bet your butt I'm sensitive when it comes to children. And I would argue that there is something wrong with you if you're so frivolous with the innocence of children. The worst possible scenario I've seen floating around is an underground child pornography ring and that the images were coded somehow. I'm not saying that this is impossible, but does it have to be that bad to merit upset and outcry? Let's do a sort of Occam's razor type exercise. There are several possible explanations for this scenario. And typically, I fall on the explanation that requires the fewest assumptions. I do not doubt that what is depicted in these images was intentional. Balenciaga admitted to it in their latest statement. But let's say the intent was to be tongue-in-cheek. The objective was not to sexualize these children, but to hide Easter eggs and to juxtapose the innocence of children with the adult themes of teddy bears. That alone is jacked. The fact that Balenciaga would find amusement in pairing the innocence of children with iconography that is sexually or satanically explicit demonstrates the immorality of the industry. It is well known that the art and fashion world is rampant with sexual depravity and evil. But in this instance, I point the finger at Balenciaga's creative director, Demna. Let me remind you, the gift shop campaign, which featured the children in the teddy bear bags, is not a subject to a lawsuit. That is because Balenciaga's hands are all over it. What are they going to do? Sue themselves? Balenciaga, in their statement, took responsibility for the photo shoot. They thought that it was okay, and it wasn't until they were called out that they attempted to backtrack. But the question is, do they see what they did is wrong, or are they simply trying to calm the storm? This leads me to conclude these topics are so common in Balenciaga's circle and the fashion industry as a whole, they didn't even think twice about what was being depicted in these images or exploiting the innocence of these children. Need I remind you of the bloody swag bag with the baby doll? And unfortunately, the parents were so in awe of the perceived opportunity that they also played along. Everywhere we look, children are being sexualized either through media or even in our public school system. And the entertainment and fashion industry 
are one of the worst. This is why Demna thought he could get away with exploiting these children and placing sinister Easter eggs in these campaigns. Our society no longer values and protects the innocence of children and is increasingly exposing children to content and ideas before they are mature enough to understand the meaning or consent. Child sexualization has been allowed to continue to increase under the guise of tolerance, affirmation, or for personal validation and amusement. It's gross. I do not support Balenciaga, but many of us are not running to pay $1,790 for a trash bag pouch. However, Balenciaga has a very close relationship with Adidas, and their branding is all over Balenciaga. Should we consider voting with our dollar when it comes to Adidas? Also, Balenciaga is just a tiny part of an influential fashion group, Keurig, which includes fashion houses Gucci, Saint Laurent, and Alex McQueen, to name a few. Now, I don't shop at any of these brands. I can't afford it, but I will continue to call them out and not support any partnerships or collaborations. We need to do the same thing that's been done with Netflix, Disney, and others. Stop giving them your money. What else can we do? We can speak out. We cannot fear being attacked and called names because we seek to protect the innocence of children. We must be loud and continue to call out child sexualization and call out those who remain silent in the hope that they continue to line their pockets with money. Child innocence is precious and it's worth protecting. I would love to hear your comments. So if you have anything to say, any ideas you want to push back on or any opinions, visit my substack at www.itsmissady.com and you can leave a comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts. This is a developing story and I will be updating it when necessary. The next one I'd like to look into is this fashion group, Keurig. Thanks for your time and I'll see you guys on the next one.